Warning. This episode contains major spoilers for the game Resident Evil Village. Listen at your own discretion. Resident Evil Village, a game about a man facing frightening odds in order to save his daughter from monstrous horrors that lurk within Eastern Europe. Can our hosts craft a tale of these medieval vistas, gruesome villains, and beautiful but dangerous women? Find out on this episode of Gamebrio. Welcome to Game Reel. I am your host, Cassidy Easton, and I am joined once again after so long. It's so good to see you guys again. Uh, my lovely co-hosts, Annika Gatormson and Matthew Brennan. How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, nothing but sunshine and rainbows over here. It's all, <laughs> it's all, all good. I don't for for some reason now though you you sound a lot farther away, Cassidy. Is there is there a reason for that? Oh, Did there's absolutely a reason. Close listeners might realize that uh, I, my room sounds horrible, and that's because I'm in a new apartment with no sound protection at all on the walls. We are official. This is the first official episode of Game Real Coast to Coast. If you don't count the episode that Stina was on, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm in LA. Big life changes. That's uh, that's part of the. That's why there was a long hiatus. I yeah, was, Cassie's bringing moving. our pitches. Cassie's bringing our pitches directly to the Hollywood execs now. So. Yep, they're right down the street. Well, I think. Well, I mean, with the Mario movie coming out, we just got to be like, hey, if you want another one, <laughs> we got one locked and loaded. So yeah. Come on. Before we get into that, I should introduce what the show is about. Um, oh yeah. This is a show where three college grads, uh, we write movies about our favorite video games. We did write one about Mario, and the fucking, you know, the, the execs didn't listen to that episode, unfortunately. They should have gotten Robert De Niro as Bowser, just like... I don't know, I like Jack Black as Bowser. Okay, but have you not seen Shark Tale? Like, the voice acting prowess is just... But Jack Black was also in Shark Tale, and he also owned it. Then Jack Black should be Bowser Jr., just like how they were father mm. and son in that. It would be it would be a great, like... That would be like, fucked up. It'd be a great... No, it'd be a great circle back to Shark Tale, which, you know, of course, is Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese's greatest collaboration. But <laughs> most Stop. people aren't... Most Stop. people aren't ready for that take. Uh, yeah, we're we're not going to address the elephant in the room that Mario is homophobic now. We'll let that go. I guess when he said so long, gay Bowser, he really meant it. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We, we'll see if their their actual movie is aligned with our movie that we came up with. Um, yeah, and then we'll sue is, them. Yeah, then we'll <laughs> yeah. sue the fuck out of them. Nintendo, watch your ass. Today, since we are recording this on the 1st of October, it's officially Halloween, and we're going to talk about uh, a spooky-ish game, a horror-themed game. We're talking about Resident Evil 8. We skipped right past uh, 7, because even though 7's really good, 8's better, Um, and it's got a tall lady in it, and I think we're all going to have thoughts about her. (laughs) Oh, we only have thoughts about her, I think. (laughs) Resident Evil 8 is the direct sequel of Resident Evil 7. It's following the same character as before, Ethan Winters. Just so listeners know, this is going to have spoilers for the game if you haven't played it already. Uh, Beware. The game starts out with him and his wife Mia, and they've moved to Europe after the events of Resident Evil 7, and they've had a child, uh, a little baby whose name I forget. Rosemary. Rosemary, Rosemary, that's it. Should should never name your baby rosemary just asking for trouble ethan uh gets wrapped up in all the nonsense again when chris redfield comes back and shoots his wife and takes his baby and then the car crashes but and he finds himself in this strange like eastern european like almost medieval village full of crazy werewolves and vampires and zombies and all kinds of crazy stuff these like four monstrous maniacs is like nine foot tall beautiful woman vampire a dude in a trench coat and a hammer this like crazy frog man and a little living doll 
all serving a figure named Mother Miranda. And the game is just about Ethan trying to get his uh, his baby daughter back. What are your guys' experiences with this game? Okay, so I I was following like when like the first trailers were dropping with with Lady D. I was following like pretty closely, and when it finally came out, I was watching a lot of critical streams of it. Mm-hmm. But I after he beat Lady D because I was like watching some of them on Twitch, some of them on YouTube. I kind of like stopped and I just like <laughs> forgot about the game for a while. So I kind of assumed that that was like the end of the game. Oh boy. But, that is that is not the case. There's a lot more game. There's afterwards. so much more game left. Yeah, it's actually a refreshingly long game because it's all just awesome. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I love I love that he tries to build his baby back together. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty sick shit. Yeah, uh, Annika, uh, what is your what is your experience with this game? Um, I have not played it, but I did watch you stream it, Cassidy, and. I also watched a lot of TikToks about people simping over <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu. Um, so that's been yeah. my experience. Um, I'm also, uh, you know, outing myself as a Lady Dimitrescu simp <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. So. I, think, I think it's We're safe to say. We're a simping podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say that all three of us here uh, are desperately in love with Lady D. Uh, she... She was, like, I think the first thing that was released about this game, and everyone, like, kind of lost their minds because she's, like, this nine-foot-tall, beautiful woman wearing, Ten this, like... Ten feet tall. Yeah, she's, like... Even better. She's, like, nine-seven <laughs> or something. She's crazy. She's got this giant sun hat, this, like, beautiful white dress, and these, like, black gloves and these giant, like, Freddy Krueger sword hands. She's awesome. She's, like, so cool. Mm-hmm. She throws you around a lot. It's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've played the game. I, uh, you know, I, not much more to say about it. I loved it. I think it's one of my favorite games. Um, I think it's like up there with like my top five favorite games at this point. I have been considering wow. replaying it just because it's like, it's just so great. Was it scary though? Because I, I can't imagine myself like not being like super happy with a bunch of vampire ladies chasing yeah. around a, a beautiful mansion. You know? Yeah. So that's actually the next point I was gonna make. Even though this is the we're in horror month and we're gonna be doing horror games for this month, uh, this game is oh, very lightly a horror game. The first like maybe ten twenty ish minutes of the game I would say are scary uh, and atmospheric. After that, it completely becomes an action game with like a segment of very scary, like after like one of the one of the boss areas is like very scary. Uh, I believe it's the it's the one where you go to the house where the little doll lives. But other than that, like the rest of the game is mostly just action. It's like crazy action. Ethan Winters takes a crazy amount of damage just in general. I want to put on the record, I had a theory about Ethan Winters when I played uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, and I had a theory about Ethan Winters at the beginning of that game, and it was confirmed at the end of this game. So Ew. we'll get into that uh, if it comes up in our in our pitches. What are your guys' favorite characters in this uh, in this game? Lady D. Yeah. Okay, who are your second favorite characters in this game? Because mine's also Lady D. In picking a favorite, I wanted to also include their boss fights because I think that that's mm-hmm. an important aspect of it as well. Um, so I was I looked through everyone's boss fights again, and mm-hmm. my favorites are Lady D's and also Mother Miranda's. I felt mm-hmm. like the yeah. other ones also were good, like, in their own way, but in terms of it feeling the most like, you know, like a horror game, mm-hmm. I thought that Lady D's and Miranda's were the best. Um, yeah. Mostly because I like Lady D's design. I like that she mm-hmm. morphs into like a demigorgon slash like dragon thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think the mechanic of her fight is the coolest because she like picks you up, throws you onto the the roof of this castle and then you have to shoot at her while she's like flying around you and i think that's all really extremely cinematic Mm. it's it's beautiful and i think it's more fun than just like 
Mm -hmm. Oh, you're being chased and you have to turn around every six feet and shoot behind you. I just think, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also just more fun to watch. And then what I liked about Mother Miranda's boss fight is um, she morphs a couple times. Mm -hmm. I like that she, like, has the six wings, which is um, evocative of, like, a biblical angel, which I think is cool. Um, and I like that she affects the space around her. So, like, the trees kind of come into her and become her and mm-hmm. become her legs. And I think that's, like, I don't know. I think that's just a, a cool element to add that she can, like, affect so much of the environment. Um, also, we love a lady who morphs. <laughs> we love a lady yeah. who morphs. Also, we, we need a, a lot of different final forms. Hell yeah. Matt, do you have a secondary favorite character? I love the Duke. Just like the, the yeah. cool chubby merchant guy mm-hmm. giving you guns and shit. <laughs> Duke is amazing. Just, just, just appearing in random places in the mansion. He's a, he seems like a good guy. He's a great um, guy. He cooks you meals yeah. and everything. Yeah. Heisenberg is also fun because, you know, he uses magnets and, you know, how do they work? Shout out ICP. I'm going to count that as a reference to Big Money Rustlers, the ICP movie. Hell yeah, dude. Any juggalos in the fucking pod audience, you know, shout okay, us out on okay. Twitter. We're, we're cutting this <laughs> off immediately. <laughs> My favorite character, secondary to Lady D, is actually Moreau. Because he's like a gross frog man who turns into a hideous giant fish. And I think that's awesome. I think he is really cool. His design is like disgusting in like a really interesting way. I think he definitely has like the most like interesting design just like body wise Mm -hmm. out of everyone. Yeah. Just like really fucking meaty, froggy kind of, I don't even know how to describe him. He, He starts out looking fucked up like... Even before he morphs into anything, he just, like, already looks like a hideous toad man. Uh, and then, you know, once you fight him, he becomes, like, a giant horrendous fish monster that, like, tries to eat you. But, uh, but yeah, so now it is time for pitches. Would either of you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I wouldn't mind going first. All right, so i was thinking that we would go just like full fanfic mm-hmm. and for my pitch you know just keep in mind i was thinking like you know ladybird but with vampires <laughs> okay we did not think of the same pitch cool <laughs> no i i did not think that we were gonna mm-hmm. go down the same road so the pitch is <laughs> so for lady d being a giant vampire aristocrat comes easy but being a mother to her three little monsters going to school for the first time in a nearby village, well, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, the girls are getting older, you know, maybe they've been around for like a few hundred years, mm-hmm. you know, which I assume is like teenager to like college age for immortal people. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, we want to we wanna go to school. We want to, you know, see what the, the, the world is like and the village is like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, they're going to they're gonna have to deal with school. You know, maybe like some fucking vampire hunters, some boys, you know, man flesh, you yeah. know, all the good stuff. And so they're just they're just going to be three little, little vampire ladybirds. And then <laughs> Lady D is going to be mama ladybird i don't remember ladybird's uh, mother's name uh it's been, a while I it's been so long yeah i guess in a way yeah yeah the mom That's, is cool though yeah lady d's got to be the cool mom oh, wow that's that's really good um <laughs> okay annika do you want to follow that up according to the wiki zoe baker was 24 when she was rescued by the Umbrella Corp. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, Zoe disappears early on in Resident Evil 7, but her story is later picked up in a DLC called The End of Zoe, where Zoe is saved by her Uncle Joe, who has to kill Jack Baker for the second time. Love that DLC. (laughs) Since Jack was supposedly already killed early on in Resident Evil 7. Um, So she would have been roughly 26 or 27 when Rosemary was born. So that puts her at about 
See, I don't know why I included all this math. That puts her at about 47, <laughs> 47 when Rosemary is 20. Maybe in that time, like, Zoe's been training with Chris and the rest of the Umbrella Corp. Um, I want her to have stepped in as a kind of leader slash mentor to Zoe since her father is dead. Um, and then mm. I want these two women to be the dual protagonist of our movie. So in it, Zoe has been assigned to lead an operation into an abandoned underground base where an elderly Chris has disappeared um, on his own. All they know is that he was acting strange before he left and he didn't tell anyone that he was leaving. Uh, Zoe, feeling overprotective of Rosemary, tells her that she isn't allowed to come, but Rose finds her way into a truck anyways without Zoe's knowledge. Um, I don't have much figured out beyond this in terms of plot or antagonist, but I realized when I was writing this that it sounds a bit too similar to like the plot of The Last of Us in terms of like themes of found family, mentorship, and surviving mm -hmm. like apocalyptic landscapes. So I want to clarify that I think they should somehow be separated early on and forced to battle their way back alone. And I also wouldn't be opposed to a twist where Zoe is revealed to still be suffering under the effects of Evelyn's mold and the added mm -hmm. stress of losing Chris and Rose is slowly like turning her evil. So maybe mm -hmm. she would go on to be like the big, the big bad at the end and it would be Zoe versus Rose. That's really cool. You're <laughs> kind of really like pitching, pitch. you're kind of like pitching Resident Evil 9 kind of. Yeah. Which, like, that's awesome, dude. I love that. And then I have a really short, uh, silly pitch. Um, mm -hmm. We follow an alternate timeline where our fish king, Salvatore Moreau, survives the boss fight in Resident Evil 8 because we know nobody actually dies in any of these games. And he makes his <laughs> way to the ocean where he meets a gorgeous ladyfish who's developed a human-like mm. intelligence um, for who knows why she has. And he decides to try to woo her. It would be your classic rom-com. <laughs> he finds That's love. That's so good. <laughs> the I, last I was thing also... I expected was a, was a Moreau movie. <laughs> I was also hoping we were going to go rom-com with, like, mm -hmm. these characters. Did you guys see, like, the little puppet uh, trailer for the Wait, game? Alright, I, I need to go do my pitches now because you're, you're, starting, okay. to, you're starting to guess mine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my first pitch is... It's kind of boring. Uh, it's an action horror, and it, it, this, is, this is what I've written for it. Ethan Winters is forced to a dark evil... Or forced to face a dark evil lurking in the heart of a strange village in Eastern Europe in order to save his baby daughter. This is the main plot of Resident Evil 8. Basically what this would be would be we would try and find a way to sort of shorten it and make the story a little more interesting and more movie-like and whatever. I have like a lot of notes on how we would do that, but I came up with a different pitch that I actually feel a lot, um, a lot stronger about than this one. Matt, you kind of alluded to it just now. Uh, this one is called... It is a kid's Muppet horror. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit must save his nephew from Muppet Miranda in this no Muppet way. rendition of Resident Evil Village. It's, again, still the same plot of Resident Evil 8, but we recast it with all the Muppets. Kermit being Ethan Winters... Uh, I think Miss Piggy either being Lady D or Mia, I guess. I think she should be Lady D. Miss Piggy seems yeah. more like a Lady D figure to me than totally. Mia. Because um, mm -hmm. Mia's not really in the game for that long. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I, you know, we can figure it out from there. Animal is like one of the, maybe he's one of the wolfmen or something. Mm-hmm. I imagine, like, Miss Piggy is, like, Lady D, but, like, she's, like, still Miss Piggy hype, but she has, like, other little piggies, like, and they're in, like, a giant, like, gown, and she's just standing on top of their heads. Around. 
I do like that. I all, but I also just love the idea that Miss Piggy is just so much bigger than everyone else. Just she's just like nine feet tall. <laughs> um. Anyway, what do we think? What should we do? We've got a lot of great options here. I mean, you can't just like dangle the Muppets in front of my face <laughs> and like expect me not to pick it. <laughs> See, okay, I thought that your silly pitch was gonna be the same as mine because you saw that that like Muppet trailer. For yes, Resident I, Evil. I, I did consider puppets, uh-huh. but I, I could I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> too and involved, I was like, though. oh Matt probably is gonna do the same like Muppet shit as me. Uh because you you are like a big Muppet fan. I mean who's not a big Muppet fan? But I know yeah. you really love the Muppets. Yeah, I got a bunch of Kermits in my room right mm-hmm, now. hmm I feel um, I feel drawn to the Muppet one. hmm Oh, I love to see this. Okay. <laughs> oh. Are we doing Muppets? I think we have to do Muppets. This is, we gotta do Muppets. This is like just in time for Muppets Haunted Mansion too, because I think that's coming out soon. So we're doing Muppets. This is awesome. I think the ideal director for a Resident Evil Muppet movie mm-hmm. would be Guillermo del Toro. Also, Guillermo del Toro would do great with a a Muppet a Muppet version of this. He seems like he would be into that kind of thing. Also, I'm sure Guillermo loves the Muppets. I mean, who doesn't? I feel like we should start like by casting, right? Figuring mm-hmm. out yeah. which Muppet yes. is which. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so big characters. We've got Kermit as Ethan. Someone as Mia. Can Can Piggy be both Mia and Lady D? And maybe we could like add add like some like weird tension between them. <laughs> the fucking mm. the fucking image of like someone walking into like kermit and piggy like with their kid and then someone just shooting piggy in the face well, is like it's so funny actually no, it's not um, <laughs> it is though it is very funny but uh i did say in this it was his nephew you know that little frog i forget that frog's name but it's his nephew the, the tiny frog that plays like tiny tim in muppet christmas carol yeah he's tiny he shows up on the muppet yeah. show and like he's in i think he's in the the, the muppet movie I, yeah, so I, I think if if we're going to do this alternate route, maybe Kermit doesn't have a wife. He has a nephew, and he's trying to rescue his nephew from all this wait, stuff. Wait, do you know who would be really funny is Rosemary? Who? Rizzo the Rat, because he's small. <gasps> That's so much better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if Rizzo is Rosemary, then it's he's not going to be in much of the movie because he gets split up into all those vials. I feel like we could have him talking inside the vials for the purpose of our movie. That's true. You know what? Oh, yeah. That was that was silly of me to think that we couldn't do that. We should absolutely do that. Like it could be like the first vial that he finds is like his his result his head. head, and he's just yeah. like, "Yeah, fucking oh, with man. my arms." <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Good stuff. Oh, I think Fozzie should is... be Heisenberg. I was gonna I say Fozzie could be Mia, but I feel like we already got rid of Mia. Oh, that could also. I don't think we need Mia. Can it just be like a human lady that we kill off? Yeah, it can just be a generic Muppet Amy playing Adams. Mia. Because Mia's not really a big... She's like a motivation for Ethan, but like we only see her in flashbacks, and we don't need to do that in this. It's I Muppets. Mean, we don't need flashbacks. We see her at the end because like... Yeah, she's not actually dead. Because I, yeah. I guess Miranda like... This guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Kermit Spoilers. dies, somebody needs to <laughs> take care of Rizzo. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Chris Redfield. Okay, who's Chris Redfield? Gonzo. Gonzo, that's so good. Yes, Gonzo is Chris Redfield, and that that perfectly tracks too because uh, Gonzo's like best friends with Rizzo the Rat, so oh. like it makes sense that he would take care of him after Kermit explodes Mother Miranda and dies in the process. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kermit. Wait, who who can we make as sweet a chef? Could he be the Duke? Oh, he should be the. Oh he no, be he should Duke. be Duke because Duke yeah. he cooks. Yeah, yeah. That's so big brained. Yes, Swedish chef is the Duke because he cooks meals. That's yes. amazing. Okay, it would also be funny if we saw like a scene of him like cooking stuff, and then instead of like holding up a dish, it's like a gun on a plate or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, ammo um, and such. Uh, yeah, and Mother Miranda. That's a big one. I feel like... Can Mother Miranda be, like, a, a person? Like, yeah. an actual... Like, yeah, it should be a celebrity. There are people right. in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tilda Swinton. Tony Collette? 
Tony Collette. Tony Collette's pretty good. She'd be really good. Margot Robbie. Wait. Oh, Margot Cheryl Robbie. Lee. Oh, I liked Margot Robbie. I think she could kill yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. So Margot Robbie is Mother Miranda. Um, we need Donna and Moreau. Mm-hmm. Do we have a? Is there a, a a weird freakish frog man that's not Kermit the Frog? Um, we haven't cast Animal. I think Animal should be the big lichen with the hammer, though. Even though there's like a bunch no. of those, I think Animal could be that because he's big and hairy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, <laughs> bringing this back to Mia. <laughs> well, we could do Janice the like. What is she? She's like the guitarist. Is she the hippie girl? Yeah, the hippie guitarist. Girl. Oh, she could be Mia. Yeah. Okay, actually, that works. That works. There's Mr. Bunsen Honeydew. Who is like the guy who does experiments with Beaker? I think we definitely need Beaker in this. That's it. Wait, why not? Why not Donna be Beaker and Moreau be Mr. Bunsen? I mean, I think we might have to do something like that because there aren't any like fish muppets. Yeah, I think we're. Mm. I think we're just gonna have to morph him into a fish, no matter what. Oh, we need the three daughters. Can they be hens? <laughs> no, I guess that'd be funny. You know that I kind of like that. Yeah, the three daughters are hens. I feel like Piggy and Kermit definitely had like Piggy daughters. I know they did. I know they had. I think one or two in the Muppets Christmas Carol. They had two. Okay, they had two. The girls were pigs. We just... The boys were frogs. They had right. like four or five kids. Right. We could just make them pigs, and maybe yeah. when they see like Ethan Winters Kermit. They could be like, Daddy, and he'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's like, I don't know you. <laughs> Just shoot them with a gun. <laughs> so, okay, so are we having, like, legit, like, gore with this? It could I be, like, it could be, like, so. the... Yeah, it could be, like, the, the, the puppet trailer where it's just, like, red ribbons and stuff. Or we don't even need to do that. We could just do silly Muppet shit, right? Yeah. Because they could, like, explode into, like... Uh, like feathers or confetti or whatever yeah. whenever they expire. Yeah. yeah. I think we should do like uh, a dead angel Muppet version of after they get killed as like a gag of them like, oh, yeah. you know, classic. In, in, in like the, when the, when the, the, the end, the end song number, they're all like dancing up in heaven and stuff with their like angel robes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they like start eating all the angels. <laughs> In heaven or something. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they're all still fucked up. <laughs> um, okay, I think we've got everyone. Yeah, I think we got everyone. There's not that many big characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could add just, like, random Muppets as, like, the villagers at the beginning. Yeah, the, uh, we can populate the rest of the... We'll just, like, say as a blanket statement, the rest of the side characters and other characters that pop up in this game are just random Muppets that of like the collection of like thousands of Muppets that exist. Just like ones of those, like the electric, like, like that scene in the house with those, uh, those like those people that all burn to death. That could be like Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem band or whatever. So I guess, should we go through and figure out what of the original plot we're going to keep? Yes. So I'm assuming we begin with that, that morning or that, uh, that that beginning uh, scene from the game where Mia is telling Rizzo that scary ass story, <laughs> it's being animated and stuff, and Kermit's like, "Oh, that's not a very appropriate uh, story to be telling Rizzo like that. You're gonna scare him. He's gonna stay up all night." <laughs> and then Gonzo bursts in. I'm fucking Gonzo, Gonzo bursts in. <laughs> he does not shoot Mia. He arrests her. And he takes Rizzo, and he's like, "You're coming with me, Rizzo." And then, uh, then they take Kermit and like separate him from Mia. And then while they're in the car, the car crashes, and Kermit wakes up, and nobody's there. Yeah. And then he like wanders through a spooky woods with other little spooky Muppets about. Um, finds himself in the village, and then I guess he has to encounter the lichens, right? Is this when he encounters Animal? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He encounters. Oh, wait a minute! I just realized. 
Mother Miranda takes a lot of different forms in this. Should we have Margot Robbie be like in those forms or should we just have different Muppets? Because like she appears as like an old crone too. Or should we just have like a different Muppet be the old crone? I think it should be Margot Robbie. I think we should give her some fun stuff to do. Okay. I don't know. I feel like should... that spoils mm-hmm. it. Maybe it could be different Muppets voiced by Margot Robbie. Mother Miranda technically is Mia in the beginning, and that's why Chris kills her. Yeah. I don't know what the solution is. Or it could be a really stupid gag where at the end she's like, it was me the whole time when she's like ripping Kermit's heart out. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it was me the entire time. Didn't you know? And then it flashes back and it's like those scenes with those Muppets, but it's actually just Margot Robbie in like their costumes and stuff. Like talking yeah. to Kermit and stuff, and he's like, "Wait, mm-hmm. what?" <laughs> oh, that, that'd I be funny. I can, I can get. With I think that. that could be like the gag. Yeah. All I could think about of like an old crone in like the Muppets is just like, what's her face from the Dark Crystal? Agra. Agra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just Agra's there. We kind of. Why not? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> why not? There's Miss Poogie. Who the hell's Miss Piggy? You know Miss Piggy. She's like the ugly Miss Piggy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember this. What is she from? She is from... She's a member of Fozzie's tribute band, The Muppets. Oh, (laughs) right, in that one Muppet movie. Yeah, there was Miss Poogie and there was Animal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another guy I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that. I only remembered Animal, the Animal Wool. Oh, wait. I should, think. Should yeah. the old crone be Uncle Slater and Uncle Waldorf? That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> in, the, in the flashback, Margot Robbie is just being both of them and talking to herself. I just, um, it's like she's like hand puppets, <laughs> just like very crude versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really good. Okay, yeah, so the Lycans do a song and dance number around uh, around Kermit while Animal like bangs around with his big hammer. Uh, they run away, and then the old crones, Waldorf and what was his name? Slater. Slater and Waldorf, they, they do their thing. They give him the hint to go to Castle Dimitrescu. Dude, should we just cut out the scene where those people burn to death? Oh uh, yeah, I would say so. I don't I don't think it's necessary. I you know, I don't even really remember what point it had in the game, if any at all. Just to um, be creepy, I felt I think it was just yeah. yeah. Atmosphere. yeah. So I think it was just to establish danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was to establish people who were like hurt by the lichens turned into them or something. Um But uh yeah, so he tells her at him, he's like, oh, go to Castle Dimitrescu. You'll find Rizzo there. Uh, he goes, uh, Kermit goes to Castle Dimitrescu. Uh, I guess he meets um, Duke, who is, I've already forgotten. Duke. Swedish chef. Swedish chef. He meets Duke there. What does Duke give Kermit to prepare him for what is inside Castle Dimitrescu? It feels wrong to give Kermit a gun. Yes. <laughs> but it feels so right. It also feels hilarious. <laughs> I think I think if it's like a campy, like, I don't know, some like silly version of a gun, mm. it's fine. I feel like they were guns in the pirate Muppet movie. Right? I think there were uh, guns Tim in Curry? the Muppets Treasure Island yeah. with Tim Curry. Oh, I think there were also guns in like the Muppet movie. Didn't Kermit have like a, like a cowboy standoff with like some dudes or and he had like six shooters at his side or something maybe what if it's like a like a revolver but it's like comically too large for him and he's mm-hmm. like struggles to pick it up yeah and i think it should be that like muppet thing from like remember jim henson's like those like crazy coffee commercials he did where mm-hmm. you know it like the guy would like shoot the guy with the camera because he didn't like the coffee Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be something mm-hmm. like that where he like shoots the gun and it's a big cloud of smoke and then the other Muppet just disappears off the screen and that's that. That's all you see. It could be something like that where he does that to like the daughters or whatever. Could it be a laser gun? Is that Interesting. Too, is that too far off? I 
I don't, I don't want to say it's too far off because mm-hmm. um, Carl Heisenberg, he turns into like a robot in the boss fight, right? He kind of, but he's also kind of like he, a, he, a steampunk. Magnets. Yeah, steampunk magnet robot kind of. He's like a big metal scrap monster thing. Yeah. Can we can we give him his banjo, but it <sighs> shoots out of like the... Yeah, the he likes, he's like... Yeah, actually, that's Rainbow great. connection, motherfucker. All right, so he slings the banjo over his shoulder. He goes into the castle. I guess, do we meet the, the daughters immediately? We must, right? Oh, wait. Should we? I think, no, before that happens, he goes to the castle, but then that's when Heisenberg, like, confronts him and, like, captures him, and then you see all the people. Is that too extraneous? I, I was going to suggest that we find a way to combine, like, meeting certain bosses and boss fights into, like, the same encounter. Maybe Lady D and and Donna Beneviento, maybe they have, like, teamed up and then Salvatore and Carl Heisenberg have teamed up. Just so that way it's, like, yeah, we get all the characters, but there's less time. I, I like this. What if there is a through line of Miss Piggy trying to get Kermit back mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. wants him as her like man thing. Right. Uh, but he like escapes her castle and then he like finds his way to the other freaks. And the way she gets taken down is like her and Heisenberg fight at the end. But she's like present in all of them. And that's partially how like, that stuff gets resolved because like Kermit's not a very violent guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she's extremely violent. Miss Piggy, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. she is. Uh, so I think maybe oh. it's like, yeah, so she like saves him in some of the fights. Yeah, oh, like yeah. like she, mm. like he figures out the doll stuff on his own because I'm sure that's very easy. I feel like Beaker's a pushover. I feel like Kermit could figure that out on his own. Also, all he's trying to do is get that little vial. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, after he, like, bests the the daughters and escapes from there, he goes to Beaker's lab after after finding out that Rizzo is ahead in a jar. <laughs> he finds out Rizzo is ahead in a jar, and Rizzo's like, they took my, they took my fucking legs and my, <laughs> my arms and my torso. You gotta get them back. He, and Rizzo tells him where they are, because he knows. He saw what happened. Wait, so with, with Beaker's thing, because... The whole thing about that boss is mm-hmm. puppets. Yeah. Can he control like humans as they he's already a puppet, so Oh my god, yeah. That would be so like disturbing and macabre, but why not? Yeah. Is people like painted like puppets or something? Sure. I think that that giant gross baby thing should be played by James Corden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. I hate that baby. <laughs> just like, just that baby. Same wrinkles, but it's James Corden. Uh, well, this is this has not been said, but I think like every one of these big encounters has to be some kind of musical number. Mm-hmm. Because mm. a Muppets yeah. movie, they sing, they dance. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to Moreau, and this is after he's gone to Heisenberg, and after he's escaped. No, Lady. Heisenberg is last. Oh, okay, okay. Heisenberg is last of all of them, and I think Lady D is pursuing... Uh, Lady Piggy is is pursuing him through all of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then maybe she... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she catches up with him when he gets to Moreau? I think she should catch up when he gets to Heisenberg. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, I think it should be important that there should be a period where Lady Piggy has Kermit Winters imprisoned, and she's like, oh, I'm going to keep you forever or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Can we like combine Moreau with Heisenberg somehow? I feel like we should maybe have Beaker Donna come back mm. because he has such a strong, you know, association with Honeydew. I feel like oh, it only yeah. makes sense. Yeah, maybe we could just mash their two things together. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, because they they're together often in. The- in As the Muppets. Muppet Media. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 partners in science. Yeah, they're husbands. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're very good friends. <laughs> as as the history books would say. 
<laughs> yes. Um, okay, so then we mash them together, and um, like it's all like science hijinks. Then I guess slimy slash doll ridden science hijinks. Mm-hmm. With James Corden. With James Corden. <laughs> He's the secret weapon. <laughs> I, um, I mean, yeah. Just... <laughs> In the game, I like so much of it is a puzzle, but you can't put puzzles mm-hmm. in movies in the same way. No, we have to replace them with musical numbers and mm-hmm. funny puppet jokes. Um, I think yeah, they there should be a fun musical number, and then maybe like Beaker screws something up, and Kermit ends up with the mm-hmm. vial. He yeah, he gets both the vials. Maybe mm-hmm. Rizzo like helps him out, and while they're distracted with their big musical number, he's like, "Yo." Psst! Kermit, it's over there on the mantle. Just go go get it while they're dancing. <laughs> oh, can like, so the first file that we get is the head. Can the second one be like the legs and Rizzo like can kind of walk like, but just like as a head with legs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good. I like that. So like maybe Kermit like escapes with the vile and then Moreau and Donna like both realize that he's gone I'm like oh wait where did he go and that's when miss piggy catches up with uh with them and uh she's like you let him get away and then she like karate's them to death and then they become little angels and fly away <laughs> i'm okay with that yeah. Yeah. yeah totally yeah i think piggy should keep um lady d's razor claw Crazy, fingers yeah yeah and and then so after that, that's when we get to Heisenberg. Now, what what is Fozzie like as Heisenberg? Well, Heisenberg was a pretty pretty jovial guy, you know. So very very strange, very interesting. He also think... wanted to betray Mother Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she doesn't appreciate comedy. You know, she's so. <gasps> that's that's brilliant, Matt. You 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 figured it out. What? I mean, you know, some people just don't, and it's sad. <laughs> Should Fozzie be like a stand-up comedian who forces mm-hmm. Kermit to sit through his set? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I. That's and like he he the reason he feels ostracized and wants to go against Mother Miranda is that she doesn't like his jokes and she like puts them down and stuff, and all the other people don't like his jokes. Oh no, Fozzie's the Joker. <laughs> that's so sad. Oh no, that's so society. Sad. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do so. Heisenberg is the one who controls all the the lycanthropes, right? Yeah, he's like he's the boss of them, kind of. So animal might be there, but also he's making his own like metal man army. Mm-hmm. Do they find him funny? The lycanthropes. I think that's, that's a great important. Question. I think that's an important question. Would animal find Fozzie funny? Does animal find Fozzie funny? I don't think animal is capable of oh. thought like that. What if? Yeah. Okay, what? All right. So what if Fozenberg's Fo- whole thing <laughs> is that you know no one likes his jokes, not even like the wolves, but like Kermit Winters. He likes his jokes, and that gives yes. them the edges. So he lowers his guard, so that yes. you know Kermit Winters defeats him in some way. I'm not sure how. Exactly. He just takes the vial. He like he like, or, or rather, Fosenberg gives him the vials. Like you know what? Thanks for sitting through my. Thanks for listening to my jokes. This was great. Here's the vial, and then Miss Piggy shows up. Uh, Lady Lady Piggy shows up, and and then what? They destroy each other. <laughs> Well, I assume she doesn't want Kermit Winters to get the vial. No. But Fosenberg likes Kermit Winters because he appreciated his jokes. He appreciates comedy, unlike these yeah. other marms. And so well, I, th- I think Fosenberg is willing to throw down for Kermit Winters. Oh, yeah, this 50 is, cuffs. This is maybe a stretch when we'll have to do it, but... Mm-hmm. Thinking about what you guys were saying about Kermit being pretty passive, what if 
I'm going to call her Mother Teresa again. What if Kermit gets to Mother Miranda, Mother Miranda almost kills him, and then Miss Piggy as Lady D steps in and stops Mother Miranda, and they kind of, like, destroy mm, each other. Yeah. Or or Mother Miranda destroys Lady Piggy. Yeah. Mother yeah, Miranda. and then Gonzo Redfield comes along. Mm-hmm. With an army of hens. <laughs> First <laughs> off, yes, absolutely. All the Secret Service people are hens. Mm-hmm. Of uh, course. I like this. So Mother Miranda destroys the two. I think she, I guess since Miss Piggy rescues Kermit, maybe she doesn't kill him. She just takes, uh, she takes Rizzo away from him and puts him back together. And does her like whole monologue about why she needs Rizzo for like the the evil plants, and then she leaves Kermit there, and then it's up to Gonzo, Fosenberg, and Kermit to stop Mother Miranda, and maybe they befriend Animal or not Animal Animal. Well, if Fosenberg is on the side, then I, I assume I don't know if like the the like and throws a want to turn on. Margot Miranda seems like pretty scary. Maybe Animal is the only one who stays. Because like I'm trying to picture like what is what the big climax looks like. Because it's that it's a big gnarly tree place. And she's got Rizzo there for sure. Okay, I just had a really silly idea. Mm-hmm. What if Animal comes along? There's Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo, and they are all going to go rescue Rizzo. Um, they're like going to the to where Margot Robbie is, mm-hmm. and Duke is right outside. Uh, Swedish Duke. He's right outside, and he gives them all instruments. He gives like Kermit the banjo. He gives Gonzo a trumpet or something, and he gives Animal a drum set. And since Animal's huge, you can just carry it on him. And they go in there, and Kermit starts playing a song after after Margot Miranda's like big reveal that she'd been all these people this whole time, they play a song and they like kind of distract her a little bit. And then Fozzie comes up behind her and bonks her on the head with a hammer. And she like drops Rizzo and Rizzo scampers away. And then I guess they leave behind a giant bomb and blow up the tree. That's the, that's the thing is like, how are we going to end this? Because the game ends with Ethan Winter staying behind to detonate a nuke that will destroy the like the heart of this like diseased tree or whatever. Maybe Animal I'm... takes the takes the bomb. <laughs> but do we want a bomb? There's bombs in other Muppet movies. That's I true. feel like, it could be just, like I feel like we can think of something sillier though. It's fine as long as we though. don't kill mm-hmm. a Muppet. You know what I mean? But I agree with Matt. I think we could think of something a little sillier to like solve this problem are we staying with the same plot that margot robbie is trying to like resurrect her baby using rizzo i think that's funny because rizzo's a rat so yes Mm -hmm. i think we should be doing that maybe in the flat her flashback to her daughter her daughter is also played by rizzo (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and then margot robbie could just like just like cuddle rizzo and be like no yeah my daughter is it too, like, basic to say that they beat her in, like, a sing-off? And then maybe at the end of it, she's defeated. And then Kermit starts singing a little song about, I don't, like, forgiveness and, like, moving on. And it, it, it changes her heart. And <laughs> she comes to know the error oh, of her ways. I- I do like that, actually. Yeah, and it, like, heals the, the, the disease roots in her heart. And she, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she, like, heals, like, the Grinch or whatever. Heals, <laughs> like, the mm-hmm. her heart grows. She gets to sing a little yeah, song with like, Kerm. I like that. And then, and then the village, like, returns to normal. And everyone, all the Muppets in the village and the people have, like, a big song at the end holding hands. Yeah. Yeah, if that feels cheesy and muppety. 
Yeah, yeah I think the villagers should still be kind of scared of them, though, because they are, like, <laughs> werewolves and mm-hmm. vampires and stuff. Yeah. I think there should also be an after credit scene of, Fo- of Fo- uh, Fosenberg doing stand-up at the local tavern. Yeah. And, like, people are... The villagers are not really digging the jokes, but, like, <laughs> the, the lycanthropes threaten to eat them if they don't laugh, and so they laugh. Yeah, do we want like a do we want like Kermit to like to or Rizzo to the audience, someone to the audience like doing like mm-hmm. all right, here's how like the village is and how that like everyone gets along. Should it be Rizzo or Kermit? Yeah. <laughs> Should it be Lady D, Lady Piggy? Yeah, Lady Piggy. <laughs> I think every man, like human man in the village, is just like fawning over her. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's just like pushing them away, like you know. I really think we just should do, do away with Mia at all, and maybe she should be just like all over Kermit. I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, yeah. they should they should get together totally. Yeah, Sorry, they should Janice. get together in the end. Yeah, and then maybe maybe even like that means like none of the other bosses are destroyed, and maybe the daughters aren't even destroyed. Yeah, I think they just need to be like briefly incapacitated. I don't think they, anyone needs to be killed. I mean, nobody dies in Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Resident come back Evil in a is DLC. a family friendly yeah <laughs> okay so quick Resident Evil question mm-hmm. where do the monsters come from is it spores uh in the first game the monster or in 7 the monsters are like just like made mold monsters they're just like made of the mold that Evelyn is all about I think mm-hmm. in eight it's like some kind of contamination like a zombie sort of thing if right. like one of them bites you or, or hurts you in some way you turn into one because mm-hmm. didn't didn't lady or mother miranda make all of the 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 big four she did yeah she gave with them like she gave them a power thing. there was like a, a specific thing yeah, she gave them. It was like some kind. They had some specific name. They really explained it a little too much. I would have just liked to. I didn't read any of that lore because I thought it was not as fun as just being like, "There are vampires here." Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, Moreau's a weird frog man. I don't really need to know why he's like that. Um, <laughs> is there anything else we want to add before I do this recap? I th- I think we've we've got something here. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. In that case, recap time. We open up on a, uh, a lovely little scene of Kermit in his home with his roommate, Rizzo. They're just, you know, reading a, a scary story and Rizzo's all freaked out. And all of a sudden, Gonzo Redfield breaks into Kermit's house and takes Rizzo, saying that it's important and he needs to he needs to, to get Rizzo away from here as quick as he can. Kermit's like, wait, no, don't do that. And, and then Gonzo puts Kermit in the car, too. As they're driving along, uh, some wacky mishap happens and they crash the car near this village. Uh, some crazy Muppets show up and take Rizzo and run away. Kermit runs after them in the night looking through this like dark and spooky forest and finds himself in this dark and spooky village. He walks around the village, exploring it, being very uh, spooked out, when all of a sudden a bunch of lichens jump out at him, a bunch of hairy wolf muppets led by a giant monstrous animal uh, wielding like a huge hammer. Uh, They have a musical number, they like scare him and spook him, uh, and then they all are driven away by this 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 crone, this like these two elderly crone dudes, Slater and Waldorf, they you know make jokes at Kermit and tell him if he wants to get Rizzo back, he needs to go to Castle Dimitrescu or Castle Piggy, we'll call it. Kermit goes to Castle Piggy. While he's there, he looks uh, before he gets in there, he meets the Swedish Duke, the sweet uh, this large Swedish chef who says a bunch of stuff in Swedish that Kermit kind of understands, and I guess he gives him, like, a meal or something. Kermit goes into the castle and is immediately accosted by these three beautiful pigs in dark gowns who can fly around and have bugs swarming all around them. They uh, bewitch him and scare him, 
and uh, you know have a musical number where then they take him to their mother, Lady Piggy, a twelve foot tall, beautiful Miss Piggy dressed in a white gown, giant sun hat, huge, huge claws. She takes an immediate liking to Kermit and uh, wants to keep him as uh, as her little man thing. Kermit. Uh, while like looking around the castle after being doted upon by Miss Piggy, bests the daughters and finds Rizzo's head in a jar. Rizzo reveals that he's been split into three pieces, uh, and by 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 Mother Miranda, this like leader of this group of freaks. Rizzo he explains that uh, uh, his torso or his legs were given to these two freaks, Donna Beaker and. Bunsen Moreau, we'll call him. He uh, he escapes Castle Castle Pig, Piggy just barely, and goes to find Donna Beaker and Bunsen Moreau. He gets to this like spooky mill that is also like mashed up with this like spooky little house, and there's all kinds of weird science stuff going on in there. Some of it having to do with dolls, some of it having to do with slime. Uh, he meets these two characters, Beaker being a little crazy-looking marionette, and Moreau being this weird fish man with glasses. Uh, they have a song, they, you know, get into all kinds of crazy experiments. James Corden is there, I guess. While this is all happening, uh, crazy experiments going awry, all kinds of wacky Muppet mischief, Kermit spots Rizzo's legs and he grabs the Beaker and he gets out of there. Just in time for Lady Piggy to uh, follow him and arrive there and she uh, she deals some punishment out to Moreau and Beaker. She doesn't kill them, but she whoops their ass, just like Miss Piggy always does. Uh, and then she continues her, her pursuit of Kermit. Kermit uh, eventually finds himself at this big industrial factory kind of place. He is beset upon by the lichens again, uh, and they take him to Fosenberg. Fosenberg who is speaking, he's like doing the stand-up comedy routine to a bunch of like machine men, who even the machine men don't seem quite into it. They don't seem like they're having a good time. Fosenberg then looks and sees uh, Kermit there, and he's, he's delighted to have a new face in the village that he can finally tell some of these jokes to because no one in the village appreciates his jokes at all. Kermit and Rizzo are not, uh, are a little nervous. Um, but they agree to sit and listen to these jokes. They sit through a long stand-up comedy routine that Fosenberg Foz has put together, and at the end of it, Fosenberg asks what they think. Rizzo has some kind of quip about not liking it. Kermit lies graciously and says that he loved it, and it was hilarious. Fosenberg is touched by this and immediately takes a huge liking to Kermit. Kermit is his ally and friend, and he commands all the lichens to leave him, leave him be, and let him, let him alone. Just as that happens, Lady Piggy arrives, and there's a big conflict with Fosenberg, Lady Piggy. Uh, they are fighting over Kermit. Kermit and Rizzo find the vial, and they grab it. Just before they can escape, Mother Miranda comes out. Margot Robbie. She does a whole speech about how she wants her daughter back. Her daughter, this beautiful rat, and Rizzo's like, you mean me? Uh, and she grabs up the vials, she puts the puts the other two in their place, Fosenberg and Lady Piggy, um, and leaves with Rizzo. Kermit is dejected. He can't fight her. She's a giant woman. Uh, Lady Piggy is uh, gone. She, she's been banished by Mother Miranda. Fosenberg is still there, and the animal is still there. That's when Gonzo Redfield comes back, and he comes in with his battalion of Secret Service hens, and they're all ready to storm the, the big giant tree that Mother Miranda is in. They, you know, bolster their spirits. Kermit gives an encouraging speech. They all go towards the, uh, the big tree, and before they get there, they run into the Swedish Duke again. The Swedish Duke this time has many wares for them. 
Uh, there was probably some kind of thing that the Swedish Duke wanted that they get a bit along the way that they trade for instruments. He, he gives them a, a drum set for Animal. He gives Fosenberg a guitar or something. He gives Kermit his banjo, and he gives Gonzo a trumpet. They all go in there, and Mother Miranda has this huge monologue. She's big and she's imposing. She's put Rizzo back together and is convinced that this is her daughter again. Uh, and that she is going to wield ultimate power with Rizzo. It's all very climactic and silly. And as they are as they are seemingly facing impossible odds, Kermit pulls out his banjo and begins to play a song. And the rest of the Muppets join him. And then maybe more Muppets join him. And they all sing together this beautiful song that spreads throughout the village and eventually unco like uncoils the tendrils in Mother Miranda's heart and makes her good again. She releases Rizzo and releases her dark clutches on the village, and all is well. We then get an end credit scene of Rizzo running around the village, meeting back up with Kermit. They are walking around, checking in with everybody. Moreau and Beaker have cleaned up their lab and they are, uh, they are doing great. All the townspeople are back to normal, uh, animal, is still hanging out with Fosenberg. Fosenberg is doing stand-up comedy for a bar that is not interested, but Animal is making them laugh. Kermit is cannot escape the, the loving embrace of Lady Piggy, uh, and all is well. Mother Miranda looks over the village benevolently, and that is the end. And that's the movie. I think this is a, a great first addition to our uh, game reel coast to coast. I think we nailed it. And that brings us to our newest segment. I'm going to call it Staff Picks. We're staff around here. We like movies. We like games. We like TV shows. So every week we're just going to recommend something that we've been into lately. Uh, do either of you guys want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Yeah. Okay. I had one in mind earlier, but then we ended up going with the puppet, uh, sort the Muppet puppet kind of a uh, story. So I'm going to recommend the movie Puppet Master. Watch the first Puppet Master. It's really crazy. It's about these psychic weirdos who go to this like mansion where these puppets who were made in World War II were like injected with some kind of resurrection slime, and there's like evil psychics that it, that are like commanding the puppets. It's crazy. It's awesome uh highly recommend puppet master uh what about you guys uh i have not finished it yet but i highly recommend the movie um tempopo mm. uh it's this japanese like kind of genre bending but mostly like kind of comedy from the 80s about this lady who's like trying to get good at running her ramen shop and stuff and there's a lot of it's just it's just very funny it's very like not cynical it's very nice there's like a lot of weird um food sex scenes in between like the fun <laughs> stuff which some of which are kind of gross but it isn't it's also like you just gotta see it man it's just good. okay it's, good. it's a little weird but it's good, it's good. Damn, that's, that's a, a hell of a recommendation oh i'm gonna watch yeah, it that's a, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's yeah, on crit- my list right criterion. now <gasps> you know what else is on criterion Oh boy! Ooh. Shark Tale? Nope. <laughs> they Even added better. Jennifer's body. No way! So cool. Is that your staff pick for this week? It can okay. It'll be one of my staff picks. One of my staff picks is Jennifer's body, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you can watch on Criterion. Also, I just started playing Stardew Valley for the first time. It's pretty fun. The only thing is, I really have no idea how to make money. And I'm going into my like my second season of the game, and I have no money. So someone oh can God. tell me how to make money. <laughs> I'd love to know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was a great re- uh, staff recommendation uh, segment, and we will keep doing this uh, in the future. Oh wait, wait. I have a, I have a better recommendation. Okay, go for it. Oh, yeah. Um watch because we're on the topic of vampires even though they're kind of mostly just zombies Mm -hmm. but uh watch what we do in the shadows either the movie or the show Mm -hmm. really incredible stuff yes 
some Agreed. of the best vampire media and that's out right now in my opinion we don't have any fan pitches i don't think if you want if you feel like uh writing into the show i know it's been a while but uh go ahead and email us at uh gamerealcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at gamereal3 give us your fan pitches what do you want to see what kind of uh what kind of video game movies do you come up with what is your soul uh, crave, dude? Well, we'll we'll give you anything, man. Come we will on. give you anything, and we'll read it on the show. Okay, we'd like to thank Chris Kirk, who does our theme song. His Twitter is at Composer Kirk. That's at Composer Kirk. Kurt spelled K-I-R-K. And his bandcamp, composerkirk.bandcamp.com. And we'd also like to thank Britt Soderzjerna for doing our album art. Her Twitter is at Artzoid. And that is spelled at A-R-T-Z-0-I-D. Um, and we've been Game Real, coast to coast. Thank you for listening. Um, I've been Cassidy Easton. I'm Matt. I'm Annika. Uh, good night, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> good night. Happy birthday.